Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. This is Marge Bowen. I'm here with my good pal, Margaret Miller. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Marge. How are you today? Pretty good. Here we are. Another another day. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> goodness. <laughs> so um, we are thrilled to be here today and we're going to talk about the 43rd Gene Key, which is a, which is the way of insight. But it really it moves from deafness to epiphany by way of insight. And so um, Margaret, before we get going on this, I just want to give you the Iching for this because the Iching has a little bit different wording that they use, but it's the same concepts and teachings. And the Iching is re, uh, resoluteness and breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that's really what we're talking about here. Obviously, um, you know, we begin with the topic of of the shadow, which is deafness. Mm-hmm. And how do you, Margaret, how do you see deafness plays a part as a shadow in this gene key? Well, you know, I, I really like that you started with the, um, with the I Ching. And I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the, the trigrams that are a part of this uh, hexagram, right, that make up this hexagram. And the top hexagram is called the Joyous Lake. And so it has a, a broken line, the female line on the top, and then the two um, solid male lines. And then below, the hexagram below is uh, the creative heaven, which is all of the th- it's three male lines. So when you look at this hexagram together, the top line is the only line that's the female line, like a broken line. And the rest of them are these male lines. And so what this it what it really shows is like there's this there's this lake or this <clears throat> emotional or or um you know the 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 lake is on top and the heaven is inside or underneath. And so <clears throat> the deafness that that comes out of this is being uh, deaf to what's going on internally, like being having so much noise going on internally that you can't really hear what's going on. Yeah, I think I appreciate you bringing that up because we think of deafness as not being able to hear anything, right? Complete silence. And that's not really what we're talking about here in this concept. In this concept, it's just escaping the silence. It's, it's being tuned in, the deafness is being tuned in to the noise and the, and the activity to a point where we avoid the silence. Right, right. And it's, it is, it's kind of like the, um, it's such an underlying um, <clears throat> amount of noise. Sorry, I'm having a little frog in my throat. This one is a really important one to me. And I think, you know, sometimes like my body gets a little bit uh, excited about uh, these ones that are, are so relevant to me in the moment, mm-hmm. right? Because so, so this deafness reminds me of 
you know, how how much noise there is out there in the world, right? And how much, like uh, uh, Christine, b before the show, was talking to us about, you know, people have to hear things 400 times. I don't think it used to be that way. It's it's because we're so inundated with noise. And, you know, if you go on the Instagram or anything and you try to, you know, you're trying to sell your wares or do something, you know, I mean, there is so much stuff out there that how can we pay attention to it all that we can't? And and it's also reflected internally, right? All of our internal noise that, you know, ends up being our worrying, right? Is It's so loud. How can we actually pay attention to what, what that insight might be or what that, um, <laughs> what's actually going on in our bodies even? Yeah, I think the distraction of, of technology and uh, access to so much information so quickly definitely feeds that mental self, feeds that mental body. And it's amazing to me, and we know this, we know this about social media, right, from young people who are hooked into Instagram and all of that and the negative consequences that has for them in terms of their body image and self self-image and things like that. And so that is a perfect example of how those distractions can really trigger a lot of mental su subconscious in a lot of cases, of course, but a lot of mental dialogue that can really keep us from having any breakthrough or having, you know, any um, realization, I guess, and how to move forward. Right. And, and the, uh... And this noise that, you know, this uh, background noise is all tuned to the frequency of survival, right? It's, it's, it's all tuned to the fear frequency. And so, and so we're, you know, we're being bombarded with that and, and are inundated with that. And so in order to, um, you know, and it's, and it's all feeding the same, <clears throat> the same thing we really want to uh we, we you know we're looking for happiness we're looking for uh every you know everything that we're looking for we're looking for so that we feel better right <laughs> you know and and so you know, we start we we look for it outside of ourselves with all of these things because because there's you know the noise is so great and it's it's very difficult for us to tune into what might be going in on the inside and of course you and I all of uh, you know most of our work is around you know uh, mitigating that yeah <laughs> helping people see the patterns of how they do that and and right. understanding too that that the pat that pattern of avoiding avoiding the silence avoiding opening to a deeper meaning for self that can if we avoid that for for too long we can end up in breakdowns um physical exhaustion emotional overwhelm and even um mental obsessiveness so those are the ways that all of this noise can manifest in our lives and um you know, we need to we need to give up our knowing. I love that idea that we need to give up our knowing. You know, I think we we place in this world a great emphasis on knowing. It's what you know. 
And uh, we don't want to be threatened with what we don't know, right? Because it's it's either embarrassing or it's scary. You know, for some reason, it doesn't feel good, right? And in fact, um, you know, we have to, part of this will is the will to say the inner no. The will to say the inner no, meaning I'm going to say the inner no to all this noise in my environments and then get quiet. Or the um, resistance to fear. And you already brought up that this is survival based. And so of course, fear is at the basis of all the shadows, right? Fear is the shadow. And so, um, yeah. And so this will, this divine will really is about being able to say no and, and no to the fear and no to the you know, to whatever is distracting us so that we can start opening up in a new way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I I liked, um, I liked being reminded of, of, uh, you know, we've moved from being warriors to being warriors, (laughs) right? Like, this is the thing We're you know, we're, we really have, we're not most of us in the, in, the developed world are not don't have to be in survival mode right we are not Mm -hmm. um having to uh worry about where our next meal is coming from generally right and and or or other things having to do with survival but we're still operating from that mode right we're still utilizing the same uh, fight or flight mechanisms and the worrying is is you know the the manifestation of that in our modern world. Yeah, and I it, you're, it really expresses it well through the third chakra, right? The third chakra is our will center, mm-hmm. and the archetypal energy is the servant versus the warrior, and so the servant energy might come in where we are serving those distractions. We're subservient to you know, the noise and the distractions. And we actually do need to move into a little more warrior energy so that we can use our will center to say that inner no. Um, So it it is perfect to really bring it, tie it in with the third chakra, I think. Yeah, I I think so too. And it, and it really also, I mean, it's, it has to do with being able to, um, to to bring our attention into in back to be embodied right this is it really is about uh, like so many things that that we that we struggle with in our lives have to do with our uh the fact that we are looking for things outside of ourselves we're not willing to come into the interior and come into that a quieter place we think that there's so much noise inside that that's why we're you know we go outside but really it it has to do with our inability to quiet ourselves down and come and 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 be to to really listen to what's inside or to even venture there like ignoring our body completely it can be so challenging because in the moment or moments, um, it can be quite a dramatic thing that can happen, right? We have a reaction. 
And that reaction is usually based, as you're saying, on something very old in us, but it's full of emotion. And so we're caught up in the reaction of it. Very hard, very, very challenging sometimes to um, to quiet the reaction, you know, in the moment. And then if we if we move, we're in the reaction of the moment. And then if that starts quieting down, then we might not be feel so good about how we reacted. So now we're in negative mental dialogue about, you know, about our reaction. And so it, you know, it, it can take a little bit for people. We fully understand, Margaret and I. <laughs> what kind of a process this is having lived through many of these processes of course and I know everyone listening can relate to this as well so um, it's all good and I think I think some important points here is that number one you know everything that we talk about in these broadcasts point back to that you know we we respond out of survival you know that we're built for survival right so it's buried in our neurology, it's buried in our physiology, and it's buried in our emotion, mm-hmm. and our ancestry even. So, you know, but the gene keys are so beautiful at helping us, once we're out of the reaction and the judgment, we're able to open up in a new way. Mm-hmm. And But it does require this beautiful gene key that it requires allowing, you know, um, silence, escape. Yeah being deaf to the noise and the distraction. Right, allowing the pause, allowing uh, uh, the space for something different to come in, right? And I, and I, I like to make the, the distinction between um, uh, responding and reacting. Like a response, like it can be uh, measured, right? It, you can have a measured response to something if, you have taken the pause, right? Like in that moment when the reaction comes in, are you able to just witness this reaction happening in your body and and go, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything yet because I can tell my my you know my reaction is wanting to explode or wanting to you know say something that I'm going to regret, you know that that takes obviously that takes practice and and but the practice itself is is beautiful i i had i had the opportunity to practice yesterday <laughs> i got you know i went into reaction with something that that my husband said and i and i knew it i knew in that moment that i was in the reaction and i'm i'm watching myself react instead of responding and i am like oh goodness and i I pulled myself back, fortunately, before I got too far into it, and I was just like, "Okay, I need, I need a, I need a redo. I need a pause here so that I can, so that I can come into that place where there can actually be a response where right. I can say, "Wow, that made I, when I what I heard made me feel this way. Not you made me feel, you know, like." Right. Being able to respond instead. And 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 so if we can just be that generous with ourselves and and, you know, have a little bit of a sense of humor when we do. (laughs) I have to to laugh because I have a friend who's from Ireland and they, they have a saying, you know, cup of tea. So if things get uncomfortable or, you know, you feel yourself going into that cup of tea, 
(laughs) Pause. That is the pause right there. Right, right. Yeah. Give yourself that that opportunity. And and speaking of that, let's go ahead and, and take a pause right now. And when we come back, we'll we'll dive back into this, okay? <laughs> All right. You're listening to Miss Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. This is Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller. And we're talking about deafness, the escape from um, the, the escape to silence and deafness reflecting uh, noise and distraction and how to move away from that. And I'd kind of like to go back for a second, Margaret, about this comment that I made a little bit ago about giving up our knowing, right? Because you were talking about yesterday that you went into, you know, yesterday must have been the day, right? It must have been the day for (laughs) reaction to spouse or something (laughs) because I had the same experience. And, um, you know, there's a period of time where I get, I can get frustrated with myself thinking I should know better, right? Thinking I should have this lesson down. See, or the should is like, don't should all over yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But but that's what it feels like is that, oh, you know, I, I know better than this and, and uh, I have more awareness than this. And yet that's not true. There's always, you know, we can't, we need to give up our knowing, right? Because in giving up our knowing, um, which can make us, deaf and dull actually so if i'm always listening from a place of knowing then that comes out in my response and um so yeah i kind of want to talk about this knowing thing Mm -hmm. yeah i i really like that you're wanting to go there because i i think this it really does have when we when we are listening 
from a place where we, from that place of we already know, like we already know our response, that's not actually listening. That's, that's like it's pre-recorded. Our response is like pre-recorded. And instead of arising from inside of us, right? And so, so you're talking about the, the, what we practice in the, in the Gene Keys, um, you know, approach, we practice this, we practice this deep listening where we are, um, we are quiet in our body and we don't know we're coming from a place of not knowing and just listening and open to receive whatever this person is saying. And then from there, taking, taking a nice deep breath when it's our turn to respond and allowing the response to come from, from inside of us from a natural place inside of us instead of that sort of pre-determined uh, response. Yeah, and that can go with also thinking we know someone else. So not just knowing, you know, what our, our response or their response, but also assuming that we know someone else. And that's easy to do, you know, when you've been married for umpteen years or, you know, you've lived your whole life with a person, you, it's very easy to move into an assumption of, I know this person. And we may know many things about them, but we don't, we can't necessarily know what they're thinking or what they're truly feeling, right? We have to allow for that. So we have, it really is so powerful to step out of the knowing, and it can bring all sorts of surprises our way. I, I think so. And, and I think that that's, I mean, I think that's where the breakthrough comes in. And that's where the, um, that's where insight comes in is when we allow ourselves to go, wait a minute, I may not know. I may be operating from this uh, place of selective hearing because I'm not, because I'm assuming I know my this my partner so well that I'm I'm basically going la 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 you know with my thumbs in my ears la 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 you know and not actually listening with my being to what might be being expressed you know there might be something really important being expressed but I can't hear it because I've I'm making the assumption that I I know them so well that they're not going to tell me anything new yes that's right. That's right. And you know, the, the, the insight is a gift, right? And breakthrough is actually, um, you can't force it. You can't force breakthrough. Yeah. It, it actually occurs spontaneously. Right. So yeah, we, ha we have to let go of this, um, need to know, even to need to know that it's a, that I'm making a breakthrough. We have to let go of all of that and just trust that the insight will, the insight will come and with it, it'll be very spontaneous, but we'll recognize it when it comes. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, there's freedom and movement in that, I feel like. Right, right, there is, and I, what I was going to say is there's, you know, it rem reminds me of, of uh, something that I think I've spoken about before, and it's uh, uh, Luhan uh, Mattis and the um, Whisperings of the Dragon, a beautiful book um, about um, a particular shamanic practices and and if you look at it you know we, we, we look at this gene key we <clears throat> think about deafness and we think about you know the ability to hear or not 
being able to hear, right? And but we think of insight, that's a, a word you know that we associate with seeing, right? And so so this the uh, in Whisperings of the Dra Dragon, Luhan Matis goes through um, the process of the what he calls the eight gates of dreaming awake. And, and the first two, or the, actually the first uh, gate, is reversing the eyes and the ears. And so basically he's saying that most of our <clears throat> seeing, most of our vision should be turned inward. We should be looking inside with 98% of our, our, our looking. And only 2% is required to receive everything that we need to receive on the external. And then uh, we should reverse our hearing where we are not listening to the noise or the chatter of our, our internal critic or our internal voice. La, 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 you know, talking about worrying, the worrying voice that's going on, and 100% of our hearing should be external. And when we do that, when we actually practice that first gate, what happens is we begin to look at what we can't see, which is what's actually happening, the, the information that our body is giving us about the external world. And we and listen to what we can't hear which is following our our silent breath in and out and and it it's it's such a powerful um it's the same thing it's going from deafness not being able to hear because there's so much noise inside to insight being able to know the truth of what's going on from the inside of our being Mm -hmm. and body that's beautiful and very powerful and everything you just described really does um, ask us to open up to the information in our fields you know everything you just described is opening up to that expansive self <laughs> you know uh, more than just our physical self more than our our senses more than you know it really does open up to you know the the um the magical energetics of who we are. Right. And right, because the because when we when we go in, when we use any of our practices to go into our body and, you know, like the heart centered awareness, bringing our attention and awareness down into our our heart or into our solar plexus or into our belly. Right. And and breathing, you know, using our breath to uh, to tap into that awareness because it is so far we have so much information that is beyond the five senses where the sixth sense becomes like you know 20 senses or a hundred senses or a million senses <laughs> that's beautiful that's beautiful i see and it is, you're right, it is more than just seeing the physical sight, of course. It's seeing all that we are and how, what it all means down to our deepest soul in our heart. So I, you know, I mean, here we are, you know, this is, this insight, it's actually very efficient, but um, how about we talk about simplicity? 
Because simplicity is, you know, that's the 23rd gene, gene key, which is the programming partner, right? And so how, how do you think simplicity comes into play with all this? Well, this is, this is one of my favorite ways to look at the gene keys is to look at the programming partners. And I like to do this um, by, I start with the shadow and I think about the shadow in this case of deafness and how, how that comes from, could come from complexity. Like how complex our life is or how complex our thinking is. Complexity leads to deafness. Deafness leads to complexity, right? If we can't hear, then we're going to make things more complex. If we can't hear what's really going on, we're going to make things more complex. Uh, but if we can simplify our life somehow by maybe coming into our body and breathing for a few moments, for instance, we can then have the insight. And insight leads to simplicity, and simplicity leads to insight, right? And then, and then you know, you can take it to the to the level of the city. But this is it's so. This is uh, I, I think Richard Rudd talks about this a lot when he talks about the twenty third gene key of simplicity. It's like this is so important for humanity right now because. We live in a world where we have made things so complex um, and and so far removed from from the simple things of life, right? From what and from what actually is important, right? In right. our hearts and in our lives, right? That that we uh, we have to learn how to come back into this awareness of what is, you know, what is essential. The, the awareness of the essential, the, the, the city of this, the 23rd gene key is quintessence, the essence inside the essence inside the essence, right? And then epiphany, um, the epiphany is then the inner manifestation, right? And so, I, I'm kind of lost in where, where to go with this, except for that we have made our lives so complex and, and that we have to be able to cultivate some level of simplicity in our lives. And I think for me, it's been happening. Um, I've been, you know, I've been going through the, the Gene Keys um, deep dives. I just, we just finished the months ago actually <laughs> it was many months ago we finished the the venus sequence uh in the deep dive and the 23rd gene key is is very important in that in my in my realm and so i've been studying it or or contemplating it for months and months and months and what i'm coming to now is that the more i can simplify my outer world the the easier my inner world is to access. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, I know that was like, that was a rant. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to talk more about that though, uh, when we come back. Okay. Yeah. We're, you're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Margaret Miller and I'm here with Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Hmm. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? 
Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller, and we are having such fun talking about this. 43rd Gene Key. Um, Margaret, let's let's take a second here and um, let people know exactly what's going on with us in our lives that they can tap into if they want to. Um, I'll begin. I'm actually teaching a four-day kinesiology course called Applied Physiology Agape in January, January 6th, actually. And this is for people who have an interest in uh, really helping people get at the root cause of some of the, their distress. So, you know, we're, we've been talking today about all the noise that it, it can be quite distracting and the need to figure out how to, how to open up to quiet and silence so that we can discover our inner self. And um, this course really goes a long ways to helping people do exactly that and see how it is they are, um, making things more noisy in their lives. And so again, that's January 6th. You can find more information by uh, emailing me at margebowen at gmail.com, or you can go to my website at margebowen.com. Sounds you? wonderful. Pretty exciting stuff. Great. Um, well, you can always come go to www.spiritwolfhealingarts.com and um, you know, sign up for uh, uh, a session or um, right now I am teaching several classes on Vivaya. I've been teaching there for over a year or no, close to a year now, I think. And um, we have some wonderful classes. I teach a uh, heart-centered awareness class, which is just 45 minutes of, of really practicing and bringing ourselves into that heart space and um, allowing our heart and brain to come into coherence. It's a wonderful thing. So you can um, 
find me on vaviyalive.com as well. And uh, yeah, just basically just the same stuff that I always do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's such, um, you know, it's such a beautiful way to work with people and invite people in to do, to, to really find their their true nature, right? Their true power in nature. And so that they can live the lives they want. And we love doing that, don't we? Yes. So I want to get back to this simplicity. Okay. This idea of simplicity. And you know what, as you were talking about, so beautifully explaining uh, that, that map of simplicity for us, um, I got thinking about COVID and how what's happened to so many of us the last few years where um we, even though it's been complex out in society, it's forced us to simplify, right? We had to shut everything out for a while and, uh, and stay in, <laughs> not inside ourselves, although that's what happened, but in our homes. And so we pulled away from what our, our, the normal uh, routine was, which held a lot of noise and distraction for us. And as a result of that, what we've seen in our in our society is people deciding they don't want to drive two hours to their job both ways, right? There, it's interesting to watch the evolution because um, I think it's really apropos for what we're talking about here. We've seen that people, many people, are really wanting to simplify their lives, and that's forcing corporations to really look at what do we need people to do, what do we really need to do, given that this is what they want now. And so it's it's a beautiful thing, and you know, I I think it's going to continue for all of us. So for COVID being in our in in the reality of our world. The, that is the gift, actually, that it has offered us. Right, right, and and you can see how that you we can't hear what's really going on inside us unless we're able to slow down, and and so you know the the whole um, I don't know this is just Margaret's personal opinion, but the whole. Um, consumerism the whole consumer society you know like that driven is driven by this keeping us um looking for that fulfillment outside of ourselves right and and when we start realizing that if we slow down and come inside of us that we have this it's a very fulfilling um state of being that we can access at will like that's why i love the heart-centered awareness and so and and these kinds of any kind of meditation practice or yoga practice or things like that that help us come in to the to our inner world that is so beautiful and expansive and we start to have the insight that we're not alone that we are part of this larger whole and that we don't require much right this this is the insight that we're going to start to have and i think that you're implying and that you're you're talking about with the COVID is that we don't require we don't have to have all of these things in order to be fulfilled in life and wow, can that cause a change in consciousness if we, if more and more people come to that awareness? 
Yeah, so what you described there really is just that that's an epiphany, right? <laughs> as a that as a as a culture, you know, this might this may be the epiphany that we need that can really crystallize people going a little bit deeper and uh, moving forward from where we've been in society. I love the idea that epiphany is um, embracing the silence so that there's no need to rebel. And, and I think Richard Rudd in, in this gene key talks about rebellion and that it's a healthy thing, but we're talking about creative rebellion because creative rebellion offers courtesy and respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and he does. He talks about um, the, the gift. He talks about it in the gift of insight that we all are rebels at the core because each of us has a unique perspective to offer to the world. Right. Something that nobody else has. And, and so in that in that sense, we're 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 not going with the flow. We have we have something inside of us that is our own creative uh, expression that nobody else has. And that does need, and it does come out as the insight, right? What, what we find inside of ourselves that we have to offer to the world. And then beyond that, where we come to that epiphany is, is really recognizing that, uh, that it, my body just wanted to go into this complete um, uh, shutdown of of all you know the outer senses, right? Where 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 we're part of the whole, and nothing that we can do can change, but changes who we ultimately are. And it's it's sort of like the idea of we are infinite beings here having this physical experience, but it doesn't really change who we are as infinite beings. Yes, and it really allows for a not knowing the other person and their their genius, their gifts and abilities, right? So when we open up to our uniqueness, we're able then to really respect and um, be courteous of someone else's uniqueness. And that's when we all win, of course, is when we, we really uh, are able to move into that space with one another, because that's when, that's when creation really happens. Right, and, and I, th I think that, that this has a lot to do with being able to be an in inquiry as well, right? Because it, it, it really ties into what you were talking about uh, not knowing, mm -hmm. right? If we if we allow ourselves to not know everything, <laughs> you know, and and some you know it's it's kind of funny because there's there's archetypes that that are more inclined to be know it alls and 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 you know I ha I have some of those <laughs> archetypes, but but when I have really profound understandings, it's when or insights or epiphanies, it's when I've been able to let go of that knowing, right? And to, and to um, just be swimming in the ocean of the unknown. And that makes me think of the brow chakra because the brow chakra is about, which is you know, the third eye right here between the eyebrows, that, that really is about uh, being able to see and it's going far beyond um, seen as a physical trait, although, you know, our, our physical sense of sight is included in the brow chakra, but it's also the intuitive, right? So it's the egotist 
is the is the dysfunctional archetype versus the intuitive which is the functional archetype so that's exactly what you're talking about you know going beyond ego which is there for our survival right and saying the inner no to all the ego impulses and opening up to see the invisible or to to sense something greater which is our intuitive ability and really hear ourselves i mean i remember somebody referred to our intuition as the voice of god right and you know if you if you think in terms of frequency god is love and that's the highest frequency then our intuition really is accessing those higher realms of frequency for ourselves so yeah we're sight inside and out mm-hmm. Right, right. And as uh, you know, I want to, when we come back from break, talk more about this in terms of that, because, because that really is, it's like when we, when we find a space, that space inside of ourselves, where, where that egotist dissolves, right, and, and the divine self comes in, it's like, it's, uh, it's the difference between, um, how I just read it in, in the, in the 64 ways. Uh, he talks about the, the difference between a divine, a divine being and divine being. Like there's a difference between those two that Mm. there's a difference between that. It's not saying I am a divine being, like I am God. It's saying I, I am divine being. I am a part of the holes, which means that I am a part of, the divine right mm-hmm. yeah Beautiful. okay so you're listening to marge bowen and margaret miller on inspired choices network we're mystic margaritas and we'll be right back have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes this magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships work finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. And we welcome all of your comments by email. (laughs) You can find us at mysticmargarita at gmail.com. So we'd love to hear from you. So um, this, you know, the feeling I get when we talk about epiphany, right, is this expansion versus contraction. And I think that um, as we move, as we allow for um, the silence, and, the, and therefore the um, insights that move us into epiphany, that feels so expansive to me. And, and then if we stay in the noise and the distraction, 
and um, in the ego and in the judgment and all of the, that is a contractive feeling. So I love it. And when we expand, I mean, literally, we know, you know, that the electromagnetics of the heart can expand out there to the point where it really has an influence on many things in the physical and non-physical. And uh, same thing with our energy fields, of course. So, so I love this idea that uh, epiphany brings with it this expansion. There's no need to rebel anymore. There's just, there's no need to know. Mm-hmm. There's complete openness. Yeah, it, that also reminds me of um, how it relates to um, the Sabian symbols in astrology. And, uh, you know, because this, this gene key is, um, has as its uh, astrological sign is Scorpio, because we're in, in the sign of Scorpio right now. And it's uh, the, the degree of Scorpio right now is the 24th degree. And um, it talks about uh, the symbol is a, um, a crowd uh, is returning home after listening to uh, a rousing speech or a man coming down from the mountain with basically an epiphany, <laughs> and, you know, and, and it has to go out. That epiphany has an outward motion. And in the, um, one of the descriptions of the Chinese I Ching that I read uh, for this um, gene key, it talks about, it having a direction of, of motion, like it's, it's a breakthrough or a, or a resolution. It's like, it's, it's like the, the, the epiphany is given, right? The, the, the knowledge or the, that, that level of insight is given and it spreads out to the masses. I I was being expressive with my hands there and almost knocked something off my desk. (laughs) So, so, so it's like, but it does it has a motion to it and and it's a, that's a beautiful awareness to have and that it is it's it's an epiphany when an epiphany happens it does it explodes out into the into the world it has to that's right as as do we when we and that's you know that's the whole idea of the the chakras and the progression of frequency with the chakras because by the time we get to crown chakra which is i am it's really embracing all the all that i am and all the positive negative doesn't matter it's it's it is that being in that epiphany of you know the the uniqueness and the beauty of i am and when I am in that energy, then I can extend that to others. So I, I'm vibrating at my highest frequency, my light, I am truly in my light. And others can then be uh, move into their light and move into their highest frequency. And when we all do that, we move forward as a, as a people, as a culture, as a society, we move forward. Right. Beautiful. And we, and that's, you know, that's exactly right. And that's how this, um, when the electromagnetic field of the heart, when you were talking about that, you know, it, it, it expands possibly uh, infinitely. 
it could be an infinite expansion and and so and we we do have this we have this ability to influence and and it, our influence is so much greater when we're coming from that centered place when we're coming from that place of um our own quintessence right this is the city of the programming partner of epiphany, right? Our own quintessence, the, the, the divine essence inside of us. And that allows us to uh, have, you know, to, to really uh, spread that um, energy and that coherence, that heart coherence and brain coherence out into the world. And thank goodness we have, we have teachers that have modeled and shown us that. Uh, yes. whether, whether it's Buddha or Christ or um, Dalai Lama, you know, whoever it is, you know, we have teachers that demonstrate that. And, and they're the ones that inspire us, of course. They inspire us to find the way ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, and the way is inside. You know, this is that's the that's the that's the final frontier, right? Is the is the vast universe or multiverse of the interior, <laughs> right? And this is a great time of year. You know, I mentioned that on the last show, but I love this time of year for to to expand into that because you know it is the grateful month with Thanksgiving, at least in the United States. You know, to really take time. Uh, take that cup of tea, take that pause and, and be in gratitude. And then, of course, I uh, December is very much the heart time of year um, where the expression of love and generosity can exist. So beautiful time of year to do the reflection of all of those things from the heart. Absolutely. Yeah, that just reminded me. I also have a um, on the day before Thanksgiving, I have a uh, class, a free class on Vivaya, uh, which is a shamanic journey into gratitude. I'd love to have you join me there. That'd be wonderful. That sounds great, Margaret. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So yeah, so today was fun. I really enjoyed um, talking about this gene key. And I love, I love the fact that the Ichi and the gene keys are just so helpful for all of us in moving forward from where we are in our humanity. Yeah, and and you know, even if you don't have these this particular gene key in your profile, it really is um, you know, it's it's we all have all 64 of them, right? <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us everybody. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.